I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. And a very big story, the FBI executing a surprise search at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. Investigators looking into whether Trump took classified records from the White House while leaving office. It's unclear whether Trump could face criminal charges, but it does signal agents had enough information to convince a judge to sign off on the warrant. And that raid coming as the former president also faces separate investigations related to the January 6th riot, his conduct in Georgia after the 2020 election, and his business deal in New York. Okay. Donald Trump's estate getting raided does not surprise me in the least. Um, even if you're the sort of person who wants to believe that Donald Trump is a good guy, you have to, if we subscribe to the same reality, admit that he kind of moves like a bad guy. So again, no surprises here. What I want to talk about today is the response that we've seen from the Republican establishment 
uh, to this raid and how everyone is crying foul. This from the same group of people who were grilling Hillary Clinton in 2016 about her emails. Uh, for those that may not recall the details, in 2016, uh, then-presidential candidate Hillary Clinton uh, was also under FBI investigation for the way that she handled uh, classified information. And uh, what she was doing is she was using her personal emails to uh, facilitate some communications instead of using the formal lines of communications. Um, she cooperated with the FBI and was never charged with a crime. Uh, Donald Trump, however, has barely gotten away with a whole list of things by the skin of his teeth, and there's so much more coming his way. Um, you know, as the story mentioned, you know, he's still under active investigation uh, from the uh, January 6th uh, special committee, and uh, there's st several pending lawsuits and uh, other investigations into uh, Trump's affairs while he was president, and some since he has left office. Um, but again, back to the Republican establishment, the but her emails group of people. Um, there is a remarkable I wouldn't call it a remarkable silence, but a failure to acknowledge the consistencies um, with respect to what happened in 2016 and what's happening now. And uh, a lot of these folks are looking at the differences rather than looking at the similarities and seeing, oh, wow, perhaps we were wrong to uh, grill Hillary Clinton so much because we see that, in fact, this is something that um, should happen to any elected official. Records should be kept. These are uh, for the American people. These are for posterity, et cetera. But of course, we don't see that from the Republican establishment. In fact, we see uh, a whole list of crazy and kooky things. And we need to talk about this. So let's bear in mind while we're dis discussing this that this is the party, the Republican Party. They're the party of back the blue. <laughs> Support law enforcement, you know, um, the law and order party. This is who they are. They, they want to be associated with this um, type of ideology. But whenever it's inconvenient for their narrative, all of a sudden, they want to uh, villainize the same law enforcement that they are known for praising, known for backing, right? It doesn't, uh, if, if their champion is under uh, scrutiny and under investigation, then all of a sudden, that uh, authority must be corrupt. It's the strangest thing. Um, again, an alternative reality where these people and then their base, the people who vote for them continually against their own interests, might I add. 
somehow manufacture a detached reality in which everyone is against them. There is a concerted effort by anyone who doesn't think exactly the way that they think that, that all these other folks want to destroy them, want to come after them, want to dismantle them. And they peddle it to their base by saying that, oh, this is going to happen to you as well. Uh, the thing is, if this were somewhat based in reality, I could see them making a case for these sorts of things, but it in no way is connected to any, any shared reality here. There is, of course, no concerted effort, and I'll make that point abundantly clear right now. Let's bear in mind, uh, my notes today come from uh, Business Insider with um, some uh, editorial content coming from uh, the associate producer for today's episode, uh, Maggie B. Nowen. But Business Insider makes a brilliant case for exactly what we're talking about now. The current director of the FBI was appointed by Donald Trump. I'll, I'll pause right there for a second. So imagine Donald Trump appoints this man. His name is Christopher Wray. He was appointed in, I believe it was 2017, after James Comey was fired from that position. At the time, Donald Trump said he had impeccable credentials said, you know, we're very proud of that choice, um, so forth and so on. Um, and it, because I want to preserve a degree of journalistic integrity here, I, I want to say that later Donald Trump uh, had a very different opinion about uh, this director. But the fact remains is that this person was appointed by Donald Trump. And uh, as we've seen, Donald Trump... Uh, likes there to be yes men around him. And if people don't play ball, Donald Trump is quick to fire those people and install folks who will be sympathetic to his agenda. Um, this is kind of what we're seeing with these midterm elections and these candidates that will be running um, that are Trump-endorsed. Uh, there are a lot of people who have some very, very far-out ideas um, that Donald Trump is supporting uh, in their bid to uh, get these elected positions around the country. But there is a an almost unprecedented, unprecedented number of people who are running to have a degree of control over the way elections are tallied. In other words, if in 2024 Donald Trump decides to run, if he has it his way, he will again install a regime in place that could conceivably overturn election results or find ballots once again. Um, as he, uh, as we know, he asked uh, uh, many um, uh, election officials in different states to do in 2020. Donald Trump appointed Christopher Ray, the person who approved the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Uh, and, you know, this is, again, the same person who is, you know, there's, there's news reports going around that, uh, White House staff, uh, 
recalls Donald Trump flushing documents. This is something we've heard before. This isn't in anything new. Um, there are photographs that have surfaced recently, which again, journalistic integrity compels me to inform you that Donald Trump denies ever doing that and suggests that the photos were um, manufactured. Um, but again, <laughs> even if you believe that this is a good guy, he kind of moves like a bad guy, right? Um, I am personally of the belief that Donald Trump did in fact flush those uh, documents because that behavior is very much consistent with the behavior that I know and that we all have seen who subscribe to the same reality uh, we've seen from Donald Trump. But um, now I want to get to the uh, Republican leadership in this country and how in 2020, when I was out in the streets marching for George Floyd and for Breonna Taylor and for uh, us to be recognized as uh, having value and for our black lives to matter. The pushback often came from the more conservative pockets of this country, i.e. Republicans. Um, and where we would say things like defund the police, they would say things like defend the police where we would say things like black lives matter. They would say things like all lives matter, right? Back the blue, you know, support your first responders, your local law enforcement as a way to, um, and then of course they co-opted the flag again as a way to um, have a thin veneer of patriotism and, uh, you know, model citizenship, um, Again, a thin veneer of that. But the truth is, in my opinion, at that time, what I saw was uh, white supremacy rearing its ugly head. Um, and I, of course, can see through those thin veneers of patriotism. You know, These are the people that were upset with Colin Kaepernick kneeling to protest police injustice in the country. And they try to take the narrative and re-chronicle that narrative to somehow be about Colin Kaepernick disrespecting the flag and the troops. When again, he was kneeling um, during the uh, national anthem because that was his way of bringing attention to the string of police killings. And so this is something that I've seen myself in my lifetime. And here we go again with, again, the more conservative part of this country um, and the Republican leadership doing their best to play victim. Okay. So some of the things that have been stated recently, um, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy is calling for oversight, you know, for the FBI. In other words, an investigation into what the motivations of the FBI are, rather than accepting that this law enforcement agency that historically he would be supporting um, is just doing their job and enforcing the law. 
and that no citizen is above the law, not even a former president. But again, when it doesn't suit his narrative, all of a sudden, oh, we need oversight. Of course, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, famously tweeted, defund the FBI. Oh, okay. So defunding the police, you have a lot to say about that. But as soon as Donald Trump gets investigated, his home gets raided, his safe gets broken into, and the documents that are rightfully the American people's are recovered, now it's defund the FBI. Okay, we see. Uh, Representative Jim Jordan, uh, the Republican uh, from Ohio, uh, quote, they can do it to a former president. Imagine what they can do to you. Hmm. Okay. Again, fear mongering. Peddling fear to their base. And I'm not trying to say that on the Democratic side of things, that those people are all blameless. Because I realize that these are political tools used across the board, right? But I will say that what I've seen in recent years from the Republican establishment is deeply concerning because it assumes a separate reality, not a shared reality. Everyone over there is subscribed to this delusion, in my opinion. Um, and it is very scary because their base uh, follows that leadership. There are a lot of people with Republican, rather conservative values. They're not educated, not educated to the point where they understand the way government works. Um, that's that's not their <laughs> that's not their strong suit. You know, education tends to create liberal thinker thinkers so um i'll continue lindsey graham rick scott ted cruz they all have stuff to say um and you know some of these folks have even been gone as far as to suggest that elements of the build back better bill will be used to mobilize irs agents huh against americans um to uh, do the same thing that's happening to donald trump right so they're making these connections on behalf of their leader, Donald Trump, and peddling this fear to their base. And this is not just these names. This is a huge number of uh, Republican talking heads, pundits, um, of course, elected officials, you name it, that are up in arms about Donald Trump uh, being investigated over and over again. These are the same people that say we need to move on from these investigations, but the same people that say, well, wait a minute, uh, the 2020 election was stolen, right? These are the people that what, hired the cyber ninjas to come into my home state of Arizona <laughs> to investigate how clean the election was, which by the way, even the cyber ninjas that they hired uh, found no evidence of corruption in in that investigation in that in that election so i want us to keep in mind that uh you know what we're seeing right now from the republican establishment uh is textbook fearmongering i want us to know that what we hear i don't i don't want us to completely dismiss folks with conservative values i don't think that that's fair 
Um, my philosophy is that somewhere in the middle, we find our way together. I, of course, am a bleeding heart liberal. Um, I'm about as far left as a person can go personally, but I recognize that that may not be the wisest path for everyone. And I lead with love where I can. And so, um, as I like to do, I invite you to join me in this conversation. Uh, if you uh, are on social media, shoot me a message at Ramses Ja. Um, if it's compelling enough, I'd love to use the, the content on the show and thus continue the conversation. Again, somewhere in the middle, we'll find our path forward. Otherwise, um, use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. Let me know what you're thinking. Uh, again, I'd love to hear your thoughts. And until that time, y'all take care of yourself, okay? We'll talk soon. Peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 